creams and flops, we back, baby. Yeah, we hit a milestone with today's episode, y'all. I can't believe it. We've hit 10, 10 whole episodes. Think about that. Y'all now have over 200 minutes, three hours worth of my horrible audio to consume at your leisure. (laughs) I just want to start this episode by giving the utmost appreciation to all y'all who listen, encourage, and support me, for real. My wife, Michael and Byron, from Cody, the Blue Man Group, Arcade, them Somerville boys, y'all know who y'all, Jay Wells, the rando that clicked the link on Reddit, the person on YouTube that clicked on my video by accident, or, you know, thanks to autoplay. However, y'all get the picture. Thank y'all for, thank y'all. Just thank y'all so much for keeping me charged up and, and encouraged to do this. And here's the y'all. Have a toast. Light up something. Do what you do. I appreciate y'all. And, you know, to whoever finds this two years from now and listens, I appreciate you too. With that out the way, let's get into the good stuff. So this week, I'm not giving a game review, but instead, I'm just sharing some mediocre thoughts of mine that you probably already heard from a content creator with thousands of views or in your Discord, or your group me, or Twitter, whatever. But this is my show, and I won't talk about it because I care about it. <laughs> so, if you have not heard, Sony, the people that make PlayStation, <laughs> acquired Bungie. Bungie! This is the, the, the studio that made Halo and Destiny in other games in, in the past. They spent... billion with a B. Now, I know I'm hard to understand sometimes now, but let me say that again. $3.6 billion. That's a lot of money to to have them under under their wing. So this news was announced early, early Monday morning while I was still uh, eating my breakfast. So how about that? Now, this is right after the the announcement of Microsoft buying Activision Blizzard. So here we are with another week of fat man and little boy news bombs in the gaming world, and I love it. I absolutely love it. So from here on out, I'm just going to give my unprotected thoughts on this deal. Yes, I'm going bald weenie on the podcast, a.k.a. Raw. Also, for the first time in Freems and Flops history, I'm answering questions. So from here on out, pretend like you're working. If you at work, quit being killed in the game if you're playing the game. And make sure you don't burn dinner. Listen to me ramble on. So here we are. No more script. I got some bullet points. Like I said, I'm keeping this one real raw for (laughs) y'all. Sony has bought Bungie. Now, people are reacting in positive or skeptical ways. So here's some details. Bungie, according to the press release now, Bungie still is going to publish 
and have full creative creative freedom as they were an independent studio after this acquisition. And with that being said, they they're pretty much solidifying the fact that they are going to continue to be multi-platform. They're not putting any content exclusive to Sony or PlayStation. So all my my folks that play on Xbox Destiny, you'll still have everything that a PlayStation player has. My PC players on Steam, same applies to y'all. So you shouldn't put any thought into anything being exclusive like it used to be when Bungie was with Activision. Uh, that's just that's not that's not the money move. Don't don't limit yourself when you're already multi-platform. Just go ahead and and hit everybody over the head for some for those microtransactions and and maps or whatever. So don't worry about that. And come to find out, there's some more press releases and statements from interviews been released since Monday. So apparently, PlayStation wants to have 10 live service games by 2026. That's a lot of live service games. Uh, and the the whole key to live service is usually it's a free-to-play base game, and then they'll bust you over the head with expansions and microtransactions. So I look at this as PlayStation, they really don't have an answer to Game Pass just yet. There's some 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 rumors about this Spartacus thing that I reported on. <laughs> I reported on. I ain't report shit. But, you know, <laughs> this Spartacus thing, supposed to be a equivalent to game pass but still it's there sony can't compete in that space just yet and i don't think that's their goal but to to stay on top of the the gaming food chain as they are now because yeah microsoft has spent a lot of money to buy all these studios but when it comes to actual revenue from gaming and profits sony is still top dog so to, to continue that trend, I, I believe they're seeing that just making everything exclusive to that PlayStation platform isn't the best model, especially in this age where accessibility is the key. So if they want 10 live service games by 2026, they're going to be on every platform and they're going to bust people over the head with microtransactions. And now that you have Bungie under your fold that their specialty and their money maker not because they're clearly a billion dollar company is microtransactions that's how they make that money they have their expansions and a crazy crazy microtransaction uh structure so that it's it's a no-brainer so i i hope people realize that the game is changing a little bit exclusivity is only going to be for niche games or content you know or, or some legacy content like god of war and even though that just got on pc for the most part it's only going to be for playstation and pc if they do a pc port but here's another thing because of the success of god of war and horizon and days gone and uh something else that's been ported over to pc they're seeing oh whoa now we can get even more money by putting our exclusive content on another platform oh sign me up I, I, if i'm jim ryan or whoever 
the the CEO president. Yeah, let let me get a, a bigger you know million dollar bonus. So of course that's this is this is the play. So also this 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 is in favor for both for both companies. So now Bungie can probably leverage some of Sony's server support because we all know you know us who play destiny religiously that there are some server issues but that's that's typical with any live service game that's dependent on some servers so now you have the the infrastructure that you didn't have with sony to help bolster your server capacity or just network support to keep the game in a good spot and handle high loads and also now you got sony that can leverage Bungie now and they say hey well we want to make these types of games because Sony their specialty is third person narrative driven story games they don't really have a first person shooter game that's exclusive to the platform Call of Duty is the PlayStation shooter <laughs> it used to be you know Killzone had, had a little run and they had resistance for a little while but they really don't have that and now they have a studio that is their bread and butter as a first-person shooter. You know, every game that they put out has revolutionized. Lord, I can't talk. Revolutionized. <laughs> hey, we're going raw now, remember. Uh, has revolutionized the first-person shooter genre. Halo, Destiny, Destiny 2. And now they're working on another one. So, yeah, this is... This is a way to help get your get your 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 catalog up with this with this acquisition. And of course, again, like I said, it'll be on every platform. Every person is going to want it. I mean, that's it's just a no brainer. It's just what it is. Um, what else I got to, to talk about real quick? Oh, so really, I just spent a few minutes rambling on about you know the 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 gaming aspect and technical aspect but the the true nature of this deal is movies and tv because i think a lot of times we forget that sony isn't just playstation they got a a, a studio for movies and tv stony sony pictures so <laughs> this is this is a a, a hell of a ip to have ownership over to leverage that because there's another caveat Sony pictures and Netflix strike the deal maybe a year or two ago to have so much content on that, on that service. So another thing that you may have noticed is a lot of the video game content has been booming on netflix the witcher live action series uh castlevania they just had another one that came out that's booming um maybe one or two others that i'm missing but destiny the 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 law behind this this game this franchise look so much content that they can make so much money off of between either live action or animated uh, shows and movies look this this is this is really the play because think about it because if if sony 
is promising Bungie to, to to maintain their creative freedom to to work as though they're independent. The the real the real game is hey let us use our our influence in the media space because that's part of y'all ambition is to become a multimedia company and not just a gaming company because just last year they announced that they're building a new studio they've hired some uh, former executives from Viacom um, they moved some of their their leads into this multimedia division so they're building that up and they're hiring like crazy so they have Bungie has pretty big ambitions to become a, a huge a huge entity in entertainment in general not just gaming so now you got Sony pictures behind you to help see your vision come true so it's uh the real play is gonna be some dope movies and shows we get in the future and that's pretty much the thick of it. Um, I'm I'm not going to ramble on too much longer because, like I said, y'all probably have already heard what I've already said. I just said it in a more uh, <laughs> unintelligent, unclear way. But, you know, so what we do. We going raw, baby. Yeah, baby, I like it. Raw. Let me not get a strike. <laughs> you know the song I was about to sing. Um, so, anywho questions uh some of my some of my homies in, in the blue man they sent me some questions that i'm gonna to ask and answer and i probably already answered some of those in the bullets but this is this is cool uh question question one greetings and salutations day one fan first time writing in sony has made it clear that they are looking to create other forms of media set within the destiny universe what would you like to see out of it would an animated show tickle your fancy a romance novel detailing the relationship between osiris and saint 14 or would you rather they go the traditional route and make a big blockbuster movie love the show and keep 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 on keeping on my boy zach i i thank you thank you zach for giving me this question for me, my first instinct is that I want something animated because the world of destiny, for those that don't play or don't know, is all about uh, people that got imbued with powers. You know, they call them the power of light, light powers. Uh, and you can conjure up flaming swords or flaming hammers or shoot out a damn a ball of negative energy or you know wield a, a gun that can shoot you kill you in one shot and disintegrate you so it's all about space fantasy space travel you're going to different planets and killing aliens and using these crazy abilities and putting on crazy armor and using crazy guns that do crazy things and i think that's best translated in some type of animated uh medium uh, not to say that it can't be done live action, because I mean, hell, look at the Marvel, the Marvel Universe. They got all these comic book movies and they're billion dollars every time for the most part. But uh, I, I just I think you would, the best experience would come from something animated. And as far as live action, you know, I think um, 
they have a lot to work with to have something live action, but it would be more of a TV show, not a blockbuster movie. Um, I think they could go into the Clovis Bray uh, time, the golden, the golden age, before things got too crazy with the light powers. I think that would be a good TV show because you can have some drama with him, you know, trying to understand the Vex and make the Exos and make the weapons and all that good stuff. And, and, and you would have a little, little bit of, um, the, the, the space travel and, and fantastical stuff happening that could, you know, be tame enough to be somewhat realistic with live action. So, I think that time period or different time periods would be good for live action. I don't I don't see a movie. Um, but I think, you know, some some series of TV shows animated in live action would would suit this universe very, very well. Next question. Do you foresee Bungie farming work out to other third party studios like they did with Vicarious Visions and High Moon in the past? What do you think this acquisition means for the overall health of Destiny and for Bungie as a whole? My boy Stealth. Uh I I don't think they're going to farm farm out the the work like they did with Vibe Carries Visions and High Moon simply because they're making so much money and they're they're hiring like crazy. They they finally they finally have the vision for what they want the game and the the studio to be. So I think they're finally getting to a point where their their checkbook is is balancing in a way that they're profitable and that they can <clears throat> hire on a team to be dedicated. Because when you get the 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 contract work you lose a lot of consistency. Um, and I, I know that just from my own day job and reading interviews from, you know, game developers, how when when you when you bring in people to, to help on a project and then they go, the consistency of the work is not the same. And hell, we, we've seen that from, you know, the menagerie and um, when PVP was really rocking and the pinnacle weapons to um, shadow keep and beyond light. How it's been a, a, a kind of a decline in the sense from the amount and type of quality of content that we've been getting. And, and now that they have this extended break and they've been building up these teams. Now we got this big buildup to witch queen and this new, you know, new leadership, you see how it's kind of changing as far as what they're promising because we still haven't seen it yet. But I think I don't think they'll be farming out with 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 this acquisition. I think for the most part they'll get some technical help, like I said earlier, as far as the servers and and um I guess engine, you know. Just I think it'll be more on the technical side because Sony Sony they 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 are some of the top dogs when it comes to the 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 tech and, and engines and all that good stuff. So I don't think they're going to do too much farming out of work. It's just going to be more of leveraging uh, assets, technical as assets. Um, 
and just for the overall health, this acquisition, I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I think Bungie's getting what they want, and Sony's getting what they want. So it's more of a kind of a partnership. Uh, but <laughs> Sony is Sony's Debo, but they're nice Debo. If you know who Debo is, you should know who Debo is. But <laughs> I think uh, I think Sony's getting what they want because they'll be able to just to rake in the cash and you get this get this uh, this multimedia stuff popping. And then Bungie, like I said, they'll they'll have some support for some of the other issue technical issues they have, and they can they can really dig in and and dedicate the resources to really building something that us players really want. Last question. If Sony goes the live action route, do you want a feature film or limited series? And if Sony goes animation, what style would you want them to adapt? I.e. anime, another show style, etc. It's my boy Lex. I kind of answered this uh, at the first question, but as far as the animation style, now that's a that's a that's a good question to ask. Um, I think it's going to depend on the story they're telling. I think if it's an animation that's diving more into, let's say, the early days of the Guardians. And you know the Iron Lords, and like you said, uh, like uh, Zach was talking about Saint and, and and Osiris. I think that style should be more of a Western traditional um, style, a little bit more rigid, kind of dark. Um, as far as just just the the filtering, kind of how these shows be doing now, they make it make it kind of just dark, not dark as in evil but you, you you know what i mean um but if it's more on the you know guardians are out killing shit going to planets doing raids i think a more anime style of animation you know that the, the japanese eastern type of animation style will work best because the it, it should be fast paced it should be full of action lots of colors um Lots, lot, just lots of moving parts on the screen, and that, and that anime style is is will be perfect for that. That's just my opinion. Uh, but hey, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing all of it. So it's gonna be dope. So that's uh, that's that's question and answer. First time on Frames and Flops, episode ten. Man, we we doing big things out here. Uh, so let's let's run into some news real quick. I don't have much, but as of this recording, Sony just had a state of play. This is February 2nd. I'm recording this. And it was showcasing Gran Turismo 7. And let me tell y'all, they have drag racing. Bruh! Drag racing. <laughs> Look, I forget which episode it was, whether it was four or three or two. I don't know. But I had an episode on... Uh, um, Forza Horizon, and I mentioned in that episode how I'm mad that these new racing games don't have a drag racing mode because I love drag racing, and look at this. And I said that this game probably would not have drag racing, and them boys slapped me in the face and proved me wrong. Drag racing, and it's all about tuning your car and, and using your throttle the right way 
and shifting the right way, bruh, I'm going to spend so much time doing these drag racing. Though. I can imagine the amount of beers I'm going to be drinking drag racing. I'm drinking and driving in the game. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. But that's that's all I got, man. Grand, Grand Turismo 7, March 3rd or 4th or whatever it is. Yeah, the 4th, March 4th. Man, I, I, I'm I so excited for that. And I'm going to have a link for the uh, State of Play in the description so y'all can check that out. Love to see it. Love to see it. So the memory of the week. And this is, man, the good Lord be working in mysterious ways because I, uh, I started typing up my memory right before I started recording, honestly, because I really didn't have something that came to mind this week. And I started talking about, well, typing up, the first time I played a video game with my dad. And right when I started recording, he called me. That that's that's something there. Now <laughs> I may be blowing it out of proportion, but he called me just to just to chit chat with me. Um, and that's not something that we usually do. You know, we go spells without talking to each other, but it's not like it's uh how can I say it's not, and we have a bad relationship, but it's usually, you know, we're calling to convey something. I'm telling him about a new movie to watch on HBO or I'm coming home or something of that nature. But as he's getting older and I'm getting older, it's funny that I'm kind of, I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's my dog now. Hey, man, I, my dad is as my dog, but. It's becoming to where it's like, yeah, that's 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 my that's my best buddy. <laughs> so we call and cuss and talk shit to each other, and and we talked on the phone for about forty minutes, just shooting the breeze. And he's like, I just want to call him him a main man. So, anywho, I'm I'm all in my feels. <laughs> but the memory of the week is the first time that I played a game with my dad, and now. It was the one and only time, but it meant a lot to me. And this is way back, PlayStation 1 days, TV with the fat booty. Had to switch to Channel 3. <laughs> um, he was about to go out in the yard, and I was in the house playing uh, Need for Speed. And he just said, man, give me this thing and see what, see what you're doing, boy. Because he, you know, my dad just turned 64 in December. He's an old country man and, you know, dirt poor growing up. Video games is the last thing that he ever had on his mind, except to buy buy something for for his boys. Uh, but he he decided to play because I guess you know it's cars. You know he liked working on cars. He saw me driving a car on the screen and he grabbed the thing and had to be no more than two minutes. Then he put it down and <laughs> went outside. But uh, <laughs> uh, that that just it left a big impression on me. Uh, and that just, that's just, it's a, that's the relationship I got with my dad, man. That's, that's my dog. But, um, I, I'd like to know, tell me, tell me in the comments, just hit me up. You know, what's, what's the memories do, do y'all have of playing video games with your parent or guardian? Some, you know, someone older in, in your life. Um, and how did, how did that impact you? Because here I am in my mid thirties now. And I still don't have kids, but, you know, it's something me and my wife talk about. And, you know, if and when that happens, I'm wondering, 
what the technology is, the technology is going to be by the time our child is of age <laughs> to want to play with me. Uh, and will I still be into it by then? Or, will, you know, will I have all my facilities to even play? I don't know, but I think about stuff like that. But um, I'll, I I I want to be able to to make some some cool tech gaming memories with my child when the time comes. So yeah, leave it at that. Frames and flops, episode ten. We coming, man. Look, after next week, it's about to be on. It's it's a lot of heat coming out. A lot of heat coming out. So be prepared. The content is coming. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Till the next time, we out. Thank you all for tuning in to Frames and Flops. Bye-bye.